So whose idea was it for us to talk about traditions? thought it was yours yeah i was yeah. gonna say what? you yeah i thought it was your, <laughs> your idea why why would i think of traditions like what traditions would i know of i mean i thought you had heaps of traditions ready to go so i was like ready to listen and i was gonna learn from you and... <laughs> ah traditions oh well Maybe not quite a tradition, but something that we did a lot back in Zimbabwe was how we celebrated birthdays. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but mm. birthdays were a huge thing. They still are in, in my family, my family of three. <laughs> um, but, but they still are. Birthdays mean so much. And we used to have these huge birthday bashes. And I always felt like everyone would try and outdo each other. So each birthday was always at a really beautiful, uh, either beautiful restaurant or people would have it at their homes. There would always be huge cakes and there were always gifts. And not, if you brought a cheap gift, you got the look. And she'd be sure not to be invited for the next birthday party. Wow, wow. that so would be me straight away. Year? Was this every birthday in or milestone birthdays? or Every um, birthday. Wow. wow. Even the sucky 24 when you're like confused about the world. <laughs> every single birthday. But the milestones one, you brought, a good, you brought something up, Sandra, the milestones one. Oh, I think people went broke celebrating those ones. Yeah. I really think they did. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because in Nigeria, it was it's everything, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the birthdays. It's when you buy a new house or you move into a new house. It's the baby dedication. It's the baby naming. Like when you give your child a name, it's the, what else can I think of? The graduation, uh, like when you finish uni. It's everything. There was always, there's always a reason to celebrate. That's apart from baby showers, bridal showers, and you know, and for a lot of these celebrations, we would have. Um, I don't know if you've heard the term before. If you watch Nigerian movies, you would have heard of it. Uh, it's called Ashebi. So everyone, Ashebi. yes, Ashebi, okay. yes. Ashebi. So everyone would wear the same. Like would have, choose a particular clothing, like our native year, and everybody would be exposed. Not everybody, most of your friends. That's like seventy-five percent of your friends would be expected to dress up in the same, the same part, um, same clothing. Like the same traditional, yeah, we'll so we all have different designs, but it's the one color that we've all chosen that we're gonna wear, yeah. Oh, so we want nice. one color. Well, <laughs> pressure, no pressure. Nah. Nice if you only have one to go to, but sometimes you have, you know, like in a month, you're going from one to the other, so it became quite expensive. Oh, you still have to buy a present. Like True. you buy the clothes, and you still have to buy presents, and yeah. So you need to have the outfit, yes, plus a gift, yes. Oh wow! Well, the tailors must be very rich in Nigeria. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. I'm serious. Like it's a thing. You have to come with the clothing. I mean, some people get away with not buying gifts, so you just buy anything. But the clothes, it's really important. Because the wow. photos and, you know, obviously the food and everything else. But, yeah, that's a real oh. thing. <laughs> There's always oh, wow. a reason to celebrate. There's always, yeah. Okay. And has that carried through to Australia, Aruga? For, um, so, 
mostly this is I, I wouldn't say it happens so much in Brisbane, but in Sydney, still very much. Uh, still very much. So it's because it's a larger community, I and guess it's just so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It continues, and then I think Brisbane because um, I would dare to say that we're not kind of in the one area or kind of mm. you know, north south. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't know, but it's not the same here in Brisbane. I feel like nothing happens in Brisbane. Okay, when I say nothing, I exaggerate. But if you, and I generally, if you would have noticed this, because you moved here when you were five, so there's there's a lot that you, you, you're literally Australian when you moved here. But did yeah. you notice, because you lived in Sydney for, for a while, right? Yeah, for five Was years. Was there a difference in like cultural celebrations that was more defined in Sydney? in Brisbane or I would say so because there's a bigger Ghanaian community in Sydney so when they do celebrations it's like everyone's kind of Mm. you know there and it's a it's a big turnout as compared to Brisbane where like already was saying they're just like everywhere and everybody's doing their own thing so you're even lucky if you get like a group of people together so I I just think yeah it's just a difference in, in location and community size yeah. Sandra, what are the things your parents missed here when they moved here? Grizzle. That's what they missed coming from the north of England. Grizzle? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they, um, they loved the sunshine. Um, they loved the fact that you could celebrate Christmas in the middle of summer. Yes. Because, of course, they came from, from the north of England where you, you, you would get drizzle, you'd get cold weather. And mm. my whole childhood was spent having the house absolutely sweltering because back in those days we didn't have air conditioning. I think we had one pedestal fan that would be in the kitchen Mm. and my mum would be in the kitchen all day making roast potatoes, roast turkey, roast vegetables, baking pie, mince pies and just, just, you know, doing all of those stodgy cold weather foods that just weren't appropriate. But that was what we did because it was Christmas. We'd have a bottle of fizzy wine and because they didn't drink really yeah. very much at all, unlike yeah. their daughter now. They, <laughs> um, but that was that was probably the big thing. And when, when, when we lived in the country, we did have relatives who were in the next town for a couple of years, but they eventually sort of migrated more towards uh, Brisbane and opportunities that were there. So for a few years, my family was fairly much just on their own. So it was just the five of us, my mm. older sister, younger brother, and my two parents. And yeah, so we just did our little Christmas thing every year until we moved to Brisbane, followed the rest of the family. And then suddenly this whole new Christmas tradition opened up with they all had swimming pools. So they had, <sighs> instead of having, well, not all, but at least one or two aunties had swimming pools. So it was always held at their house. And it was always bring your togs and they'd be eating off paper plates with barbecue food and maybe some cold food and salads and prawns and things like that still in their togs and then you know just a totally different and it was like it it still takes me a little bit to get used to the whole Aussie Christmas which clearly the rest of the family had embraced but my folks being that little bit further away didn't experience Mm. it quite so much and I still like to have my Christmas dinner on a porcelain plate not on a paper plate and things like that it's just (laughs) But um, wow. so it was sort of that. And they, they did, one of my uncles who, who passed away when he was too young, 46 I think he was, started mm. this tradition 
of singing Christmas carols on Christmas Eve. So everybody would get around and sing old English Christmas carols, the holly and the ivy and all sorts of other things. And they still Mm. do it. I'm with you, Em. I have no idea what that is. And I do it every couple of years. Oh, holly and the ivy. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for you to sing it. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Oh, come all ye faithful. They're all very traditional old English Christmas songs, but they they throw in a bit of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and a few others mm. now as well because there's all children coming through. But um, yeah, they still do that. So I guess that's that is English tradition that's been Aussie-fied over fifty or more years, I suppose. Wow! From when they first emigrated, Christmas is an interesting one, and I know I'd be like with Leaf. Did you just did you guys uh, come in and adopt the Australian Christmas way or did you have a certain tradition you followed when it came to Christmas? Um, I wish I could say we adopted the Aussie way but I still don't know what that is till this day. What I mean I'm still struggling to <laughs> the concept of what an Australian Christmas is aside from maybe barbecue or pool. something. It's yeah. the pool, the cold shrimps. <laughs> Where come from though, or the prawns? Like where the seafood? Anyway, it's all good. Um, yeah, we had, we we kind of had our own traditions uh, that my mum kind of started. She would wake up super early, have a massive breakfast ready for us, and then she had this bell she would ring to wake us all up, and then we'd all get up and stuff our faces with food, and then we go like house hopping because the Ghanaian community, like aunties and uncles, would be throwing parties, so. You don't just want to visit one. You, you want to go to all of them. So you go house hopping, different parties going on, and it was fun. It was really good. Wow. Well, I guess it's nice if you've got a community around. Yeah. Yeah. What was Definitely. your What's yours like? Or I mean, you you throw big parties. Yeah. I'm sure. What's Christmas like? I think. I think um, what you are describing, Olivia, sounds very much like what we were used to. This is in Nigeria, where when we're growing up for Christmas, obviously you dress up in the morning, have your food at home, and then move from one house, pretty much door knocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, door knocking for money. <laughs> yes, I think that's Halloween. I think that's Halloween here, but you get bloody this day. Yes. Nigeria, you go door knocking at Christmas for money. That's a good idea. Get I should. Money, um, I should adopt that one. I know. No one really gives you food because there's so much food around. I mean, you would get, food, but then you don't want food. It's the money you want. So you're yes. going from one auntie to one uncle, from one house to the other house. You know, at the end of the day, you would have probably walk God knows how many kilometers, just making sure that you have, or you can compete with your brother, your sister, your cousin, your nephew, how much more money you have than they have. Because it's like a competition, yes. It was really good. Um, but so people would give you money? Wow. Yeah, people would actually, so um, for Christmas and certain events, we would actually go to the bank. I don't know if you guys have seen this before. You go to the bank and have the clean Christmas um, notes. Okay. To give to kids, to give to, um, sometimes to give to older people as well, like elderly people. So you would have clean notes. I've just seen for that. Just yeah. Christmas so that you yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a it was a thing. It was a thing. And most adults would definitely have money at home waiting for children to come knocking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like Halloween. 
My daughter would love that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my kids missed out on that one. But um, they, they did. So, they so did. what do you do now? Like here in Australia, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, that's what I was trying to. Um, so when we were in Sydney, we did have a big community at church. And mm. it was, I think for some, I don't know how it happened, but we kind of reinvented what happens in Nigeria. Because after church, we would all gather around just start talking and then three, four hours later, we're still at church, we're just talking or sometimes we'd go to someone's house and then from church, what we decided to start doing was every year we would rotate Christmas and have it on someone's house Ooh. where um, you'd probably bring a plate but for the most part, one person is hosting. So that's how my kids grew up. They grew up mm. with, um, Christmas was always a big celebration where there were lots of people around. And obviously, as you know, after a while, they all become aunties and uncles, you know. So it was, yeah, it was still a very big celebration with all the traditional food. Yeah. So Christmas for me, Christmas is really special. I love Christmas. But I loved what you were describing not long ago, Sandra, with all the songs and the, um, mm. I don't think we've, I don't, I cannot honestly say that we, like, um, Olive said, we do an Australian, Christmas yet? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still figuring just, out what that is. We've just transported Nigeria back into Australia and just do what we've it's, always done. Exactly. Well, I think that's what everybody does, though, and that is a tip. That is an Aussie Christmas, isn't it? It's just yeah. a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yes. I'm sure. Well, I've got um, friend one one of one friend whose mum is Dutch and her dad is Italian, but they have Ooh. to have the traditional Christmas lasagna. Oh, so which I wouldn't have thought is Christmas food, but they've got yeah. to have Nana's um, wow. lasagna every year. So um, it's it's whatever you make it, really, isn't it? It's what, yeah. it's what it's what reminds you of probably of childhood, which is what you've spoken yeah. about, Aruda, and mm-hmm. you know just what children would love, and that's that's your fond memories, isn't it? So yes. and that's what then it becomes a tradition. But I think yes. the good yes. thing about Australia is you can have any, you know, you, you like the Greek traditions, there'll be one for you. You know, you like, you like any, any we're, we're all from everywhere, basically. Yes. So you can adopt every tradition. And if you just want to sit by the pool or if you, like my sister goes playing golf because she's oh, not into really? Christmas. And she, she, knows the golf, she knows the golf course will be empty. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's a good reason. That's yeah. interesting. She's like in denial. No, it's not a thing. It's not happening. It's not happening to me. Um, I remember one of my first jobs, a woman asked me if I knew what Christmas was. Oh. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> and, and she genuinely thought I was serious and she then tried to explain what Christmas was and it's in December, people celebrate. And then I said, look, I'm kidding. I think the whole world, everyone knows what Christmas is and people celebrate it in one way or the other. Some don't, but even if you don't celebrate it, you know it's there. So, but yeah, that was interesting. She was a very interesting question. I don't know how I would react to that. Yeah, I, I decided to have a little bit of fun with her. Yeah, you um, did well. Because then, then you try and get someone who's put their foot in their mouth, which essentially she had, yeah. to actually try and explain it to, to someone. Mm-hmm. And she could completely get the wrong, you know, she could yeah. completely miss, I mean, there's all sorts, you know, oh, it's it's the Roman Saturnalia 
you know, mm. celebration and then it became a Christian celebration and exactly. then it became exactly. Valentine Sands <laughs> and then cards and then Coca-Cola invented this guy <laughs> called Santa. Who yeah. You could just go completely. This is just Christmas. Basically. <laughs> you didn't even know that. <laughs> it's like, like you explain. And then I will explain. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for the education. Didn't even know that. <laughs> Christmas? What's that? <laughs> My husband used to say, who invented Christmas for Christ's sake? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I can't play that much, I honestly think you should have like a book, you know, where you write all of these things that you say. Yes. Just put it out there. Yes. <laughs> we need that. But, yeah, oh, ladies, thank you. Thank you so much for, you know, talking about traditions. I think, you know, when you hear traditions, it just sounds like something old that used to be done ages ago and you're still doing it. But I love how you've all put it in that it's something that, you start doing and you do it consistently and it ends up just being a tradition for your family or your community. I do think we should revive the money giving though. Okay. Mm. Maybe we're a mm-hmm. bit too old to get the money. No, you're never too old. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't exclude anyone. <laughs> Discrimination. Emma, don't do that, please. Yeah, but I I completely dig the whole giving money thing. I've got a few ideas now. Not just money, Emma. You give clean crisps, right? It has to be clean. Clean. It has to be clean. clean. It's not just, you know, it's not just your, yeah. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. And if you've been listening to this episode and there's something that tugged at you about something that you grew up doing that you miss or something that you used to do, which you've carried on with your kids or, you know, with family or with friends, we would love to hear about it and share it on our next show. So keep the emails coming and let us know the things that you celebrate with your loved ones every single year if it's big parties if it's money giving be rest assured you'll see the four of us at your next party so our empowered nurture day is sponsored by vaca consulting and when you look at your when you consider the things that are before you and you consider the things and the place you've come from do not diminish what you've achieved because every single day that you wake up Put your feet on the ground and move is a step towards something that you want to achieve. So every single day you open those eyes is a huge accomplishment by itself. And it is not ticking boxes. It is not achieving something phenomenal that the world will look at. But it is a personal journey to you. And each and every day, you deserve celebration. And on that note, we'll see you again on our next episode. Take care and keep the traditions alive. Music